and welcome to another episode of Never Outworked. This is the podcast that brings you valuable insights to help you succeed, period. Uh, We are real estate based, but that doesn't mean that everything we talk about can't help you in your personal life, your business life, your workouts, you, you name it. We're here to help you in, again, never be outworked. Uh, My name is Thano, and in today's episode, surprise, we're going to be diving deep into the world of real estate financing. What does that mean? That means we're going to look at different options that, for lack of better words, we're going to give you the keys to finding your dream home, your investment properties, heck, even a commercial... Let's see here. Commercial apartment complex. Yeah, we could go there. Uh, All different ways that we can go with this. So let's sit back and let's dive in. So we're going to start out by when you buy a home, there's three primary avenues that you can explore. Traditional lending, creative financing, and places like hard money, private loans, uh, or HELOCs. All depends on what your goals are and if it's a long-term versus a short-term purchase. So first, let's jump into traditional lending. Uh, This is where the bulk of my experience is. Uh, Everything from VA loans to FHA loans to even USDA loans. That's not a loan to buy meat. Um, And then VA, as a veteran, got a lot of background in that. Um, So yeah, let's take a look at those. There's a lot of different aspects to each of them. So if we look at the VA and FHA, those are government-backed loans. A lot more restrictions and things that have to be met, certain types of inspections, appraisals, things like that. These are still amazing opportunities for people like myself who are veterans to go buy a home. Zero down, zero down uh, out of pocket for my first home. It was amazing. Um, I think um, my closing costs, everything else, I had maybe maybe a thousand bucks I had to spend to buy my first house. Heck, when I moved back here to Indy, used my VA loan for the second time, I walked away at closing with a check for like $4,000. That was amazing. It's possible. You just have to know what you're doing, do your research, and have a great partner on your lending side real estate broker side and just have a good team together getting you all the way through the process to make sure that you're getting the best results. Um, So again, the most common financing method, that's this traditional lending. Uh, If you've got questions about this, please reach out. We'll sit down. We'll, uh, we'll go through the details. I'll bring my lender along and he'll answer all your questions. Uh, you probably heard him on here before, uh, Bill Riggs of MJW mortgage, quick shout out. You can find them by searching MD, uh, MJW mortgage and Bill Riggs. Uh, okay. So creative financing that's next. So we are looking at, um, the non-standard ways to get a mortgage in place. And that can be especially useful for buyers who may not qualify for traditional loans. Um, Seller financing, lease to own, subject to deals are great examples of ways that you can find creative financing. Now, these options may provide more flexibility and fewer slash uh, 
less strict requirements than traditional lending. And in the end, it's going to allow buyers to achieve their home ownership dreams under unique circumstances. Now, this is your exception to the rule. Let's call traditional lending your rule. Uh, creative financing is a great exception to that traditional aspect of uh, getting your lending uh, to buy a house. To buy a house, um, oftentimes real estate investors will use uh, seller financing and subject to deals. That's a whole lot more to get into, and we don't have time to break into that today. That might be a separate uh, episode where we can uh, bring in a specialist who can talk more about those subject to and seller financing deals. Um, next, hard money loans. Uh, or actually, uh, there's also hard money and private money loans. Um, these options, this is going to be your investing. Are you looking to flip a home? Are you looking to uh, purchase a rental property, maybe do some renovations and then do a cash out refi back to that traditional lending model? Um, and one thing we could also get into here is DSCR loans. I'm not even going to break the surface on that, but just Google it and you'll see. And we'll probably do a whole other episode on that as well. Um, so yeah, hard money loans typically have a higher interest rate, um, and they offer quicker approvals and funding, and they even offer to build in all of your renovation costs. Um, so if you're looking to flip a home or even just for a rental property, those are great options. Again, it's usually that like six, 12, maybe 18 month, uh, options, um, to get them paid back. Um, we've actually got a team member here, uh, Crystal. She is amazing. She, um, We'll just have her on to do an episode about uh, investing, flipping, and buying rental properties using uh, hard money and private money lenders. So that'll be a great one. So let's, uh, yeah, let's look at some pros and cons. Um, you know, they each have their own sets of pros and cons, but it's crucial to have a clear understanding of what each of these entails. Working with a knowledgeable mortgage professional, <laughs> I can't stress that enough, is gonna help you navigate the complexities um, for the path that best fits you. And if traditional lending isn't it, there's a lot of other places that we can refer you out to. Um, again, so now let's, let's, let's break it down. Um, when you're looking at these financing options, let's talk about the importance of being financially prepared. Yeah, I could do an entire episode on not being financially prepared. Um, I lived life uh, to the fullest and I did not save and I did not do any of that stuff. And I was really not prepared when it came time to buy my first home. So I just kept renting and I kept renting and I kept renting. And I look back over those about 10 years of renting and all that money could have easily paid off a first time home buyer type of a house. Um, so before you embark on your home buying journey, please take a look at your credit score, your debt to income ratio, which means, okay, how much debt do I have on a monthly basis? Do I have $2,000 of debt? And how much do I make? Do I make $4,000 a month? And I have a $2,000 uh, debt responsibility. You're at a 50% debt to income ratio, which is too high uh, for most lenders. You know, you want to get that down to, you know, probably 40. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Certain lending uh, tools and programs will allow you to go up to 50%. But uh, from a financial uh, preparedness standpoint, that 25 to 30, maybe 35, even some people up to 40 uh, can find a comfortable spot there for 
what your your debt to income ratio is um, overall with again that's all of your debt your mortgage your cars your student loans uh, whatever loans and debt you have credit card debts things like that um, those determine your overall financial health a strong financial foundation it's going to increase your chances of securing a favorable mortgage rate and the terms that go along with that. Again, refer back to uh, the last episode I did uh, with Bill Riggs. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll hear a lot more about that and a lot more depth. Um, so what else could I say? You know, as a real estate agent, I've witnessed the joys of countless clients uh, as they receive the keys to their new homes. But I've also seen the frustration of those who didn't take the time to understand their financing options or just prepare financially, me included. You know, I felt that heartbreak. I've, I've been in places where it's like, man, yep, I missed out on, on a lot there. Um, you know, but I'm here to tell you that with the right knowledge and preparation, your path to home ownership can be so smooth and successful no matter which financing option you choose. Um, you know, again, if you're buying your, your, your personal home, it's going to be that traditional level. But um, if you're like me and getting into real estate investing and flipping and things like that, um, it's good to know every piece of the puzzle so that way you're not surprised. So again, this has been a very high level of financing information. We're just breaking the surface. If you have questions, we have the answers. And not everything I want to jump into here, but I would love to grab coffee. I would love to have you stop by our office and let's just chat because that's the start. It's building a relationship, building trust with those around you, having the right people in place and just being fully prepared to jump into home ownership, whether it's traditionally for you uh, or a family or it's an investment Whatever the case, we've got the assets here to make sure you are properly and uh, truly ready to go. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Never Outworked. If you found this information valuable, please hit that subscribe button um, and share it with others who may benefit. Remember, your dream home is within reach and I am here to help you every step of the way with my team and all of my connections. So let's get the keys in your hand. We'll see you next time.